Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our next guest, uh, I've known uh, since I've only uh, when I only had one chin over 33 years. Truth be known, I actually saw him play as a member of the Saskatchewan Huskies. He was the captain of their team in 1982-83 at Claire Drake Arena when Dave King was coaching their squad. Uh, he has gone on to have a lengthy uh, NHL, uh, major junior AHL head coaching career. We welcome back to the show the head coach of the Medicine Hat Tigers who are in town tonight. He's on the bus as we speak. We say hello to Willie Desjardins. Willie, it's Bob Stoffer. How are you doing? Oh, good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. All right. Tell me the truth. Since uh, <laughs> you, uh, well, we were, I, was, I was thinking, I spent 33 years. I was only 190 pounds uh, when we met when you were coaching the UFC Dinos. Uh, you're, you're at the same weight now that you were back then, aren't you? <laughs> no, I wish I was. But uh, it has been a long time. Uh, but it's good to hear you. Really, really good to hear you. Uh, were, you watching, uh, were you watching Team Canada last night in the World Juniors? Yeah, I watched it. It's uh, like a great win for us. Um, you know, I think that uh, the game is probably a little closer than we wanted, but uh, certainly a great victory. You were part of Pat Quinn, the late great Pat Quinn staff that won back, uh, you know, the last back-to-back championship. Thomas Hickey was in the building with the Islanders last night. You guys won in 08 and 09 back-to-back. Uh, there's a, and then you coached the team and head coach of the team in 2010. There's a lot of emotion that goes through. What, what are the keys from a coaching perspective, um, you know, that you've learned over the years taking on that responsibility? Well, it's uh, it's a challenge for sure. Like uh, you know, there's two passions you have: you have your country, and, and for me, I've got hockey. So whenever you can combine both those, it's incredible. I guess got family as well, which is right there as well. But uh, you know, two out of the three, you, you get at that event, and uh, you know, it's pretty pretty amazing to, to have that opportunity. I think I think the thing you learn is that there's so many ups and downs in a tournament. Um, things can change so quickly on you, and uh, you just have to stay pretty level. Speaking of staying level, you, you've gone back to coaching major junior. You know, after you know you're with the LA Kings during the 18-19 season, previously head coach in Vancouver. What's the experience been like for you to to, to get back into coaching major junior hockey again? Well, it's been great. Um, you know, I like working with young players that are trying to get to the next level. Um, you know, I think we certainly haven't won as much as I want. That's been really, really difficult. Uh, but you have to know where you want to get to in the end, and uh, you know would kind of like to take it a run at a championship. Uh, you know the Oilers or the Oil Kings went through a similar time. They 
you know, they were so solid and they got to be, you know, uh, a great team and, uh, um, you know, maybe they rebuild a little bit again now. But, uh, you know, you got to look at winning and uh, winning, you know, takes a lot nowadays to get to that level. We're joined by Willie Desjardins. Willie, just to confirm, because uh, Bob Ridley Jr. is my dentist, Bob is not driving. You're on the team bus as we speak. He is not driving the bus anymore, is he? No, Bob's retired for a little bit. Uh, he's an unbelievable fixture in our organization. You know, he, he, you know, 50 years without missing a game is pretty incredible. Like, I don't know how anybody can go 50 years without missing a game, but uh, he did, and, uh, you know, for probably... 45 of at least he drove the bus and called the game as well so uh certainly a legend yeah absolutely all right so you're you're, you're back coaching how and dave king was a fairly progressive coach at that time I, you know I, obviously i've got the claire drake bill moore's you know i and i wasn't good enough to play for the bears you know i just i learned how to conduct well it took me a while but i learned how to conduct myself being around those guys can you maybe speak to the coaching influences you had and how important a guy like dave king was as a mentor of yours Dave King was really incredible. Um, you know, he had a great vision for the game. Certainly at a high, high compete level. Um, you know, uh, took us from, you know, we were, I don't know if we were 3-21 or 4-20 uh, the year before he came in our program. And my last three years, we were fortunate enough to go to uh, Canadian championships and turning a legend. But, uh, you know, Billy Moores and Claire Drake were such outstanding individuals. You learn so much from them. Um, you know, coaching against them and playing against them, like um, just really quality people. Uh, George George Kingston was in Calgary. Uh, you know, uh, Wayne Fleming, the late Wayne Fleming, was in Manitoba. Coach Drake and and Billy at the U of A, uh, and obviously Dave King at Saskatchewan. These guys. Is there any way you could educate our listeners on how they they impacted today's game? With you know some of the coaching strategies, the deployment on things like penalty kill and that sort of, these guys were ahead of their time, weren't they? They're so far ahead of their time. You know, I think I don't know who started what. Like they were all so good. Like you know, Wayne Fun was a great coach too. Could have been a really good NHL head coach. Um, but they all had different things they did. But the one thing they weren't afraid to do is share with each other. That's kind of probably the amazing thing that they would share with each other what they did. And then, you know, it was just up to them to get their team to do it better than the other team. So it, uh, I think was a really good um, environment at college hockey at that team. And, uh, you know, those guys all, all were outstanding coaches. Like, you know, I had a chance to coach against uh, Billy Moore over in Japan as well. And, it's like I didn't get enough of him at U of A. I had to go over to Japan and see him again. And um, everywhere he went, he won. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, and you know, one of the things that. They were not believers, certainly Coach Moores and Coach Drake. And I, I have zero time, as you know, Willie, for coaches that believe in breaking kids down and building them up. You can't yeah. do that today, can you? It's just parents don't let their kids get tra- – it, it, you really are uh, coaching and teaching and mentoring a different type of player than maybe 30, 35 years ago. Yeah, they were ahead of their time for sure with that because they never broke it down. It was always positive. It was always belief. It was always hard. A lot of hard work, though. It wasn't that there wasn't hard work and, and sacrifice in there. But, uh, um, no, I think even more nowadays you, you can't go that way, and you and you never should go that way. Um, but, those that, you know, being around that group and seeing, for me, I was lucky because it was kind of like 
to me the way the game should be taught and, and should be played. Um, you know, you look at the Bears teams, like how hard they played, like unbelievably hard. Um, but the right way, like it wasn't, it wasn't dirty. It was the right way. It was just hard. Yeah. We're joined right now by Willie Desjardins, who's been an NHL head coach with uh, both Vancouver and L.A. Uh, do you marvel at the skill of today's kids? Yeah, <laughs> and the size too, eh? Like the speed and the size is so different. And, you know, some of the things you can see, you know, where they do in shootouts. Someone, I can't remember the guy over in Sweden or Finland, wherever it was, that his shootout was like, there's things like that. Like we never even, like for us to try to get a flip a puck in the air, it was pretty good to flip to the lines. But now they do all kinds of things. So it is, it's a different level, um, you know, and, uh, it's pretty special when you see him do it to it uh, at high speed. Uh, that player was Timo Hartikainen, as you know. He yeah. was a former Edmonton Oilers draft choice. Yeah. That you know he, he played parts of four seasons here. You got a couple. So the Tigers are in town tonight to take on the Edmonton Oil Kings, who are in a full blown rebuild after going for it the last couple of years. Unfortunately, they didn't have a chance to real kind of uh, you know compete for a, a Memorial Cup a couple of years ago. Do you have a couple of younger players that uh, people should keep their ears on if they're listening? into our show right now as a potentials for the next couple of years for the NHL draft. Yeah, I think we got we got a few guys for sure. And I, I think if you go to our 16-year-olds, which are a little ways away, we got Lidstrom and Marsic, both are high-end players, you know. We were able to, able to, in a good or bad way, we got the first pick overall in Gavin McKenna. Uh, he's not worth this tonight. I played him all for so, but he's 15, but he, he'll be a really great player in our program. And, um, you know, I think there's there's always it's nice to have those guys but there's always guys that surprise you too that maybe they aren't that good right now but uh, in two years they emerge to be really good players so looking forward to seeing some other guys emerge as well is the mechanic kid is he the one from is he from the yukon or northwest territories or yeah he's on a white horse there you go uh, and yeah. one uh one final one for you and i gotta do this uh blair st martin was captain of the alberta golden bears he had 398 penalty minutes one year in the whl for the medicine hat tigers I see a St. Martin, Hunter St. Martin. Is that Blair's son? Yeah, it is Blair's son. Uh, if they don't bite his pops, they don't bite his dogs. That's what Cam Moon always says. My broadcast, <laughs> one of my two play-by-play partners. Uh, I'm going to guess that Hunter St. Martin probably has a little bit of bite. He does. And, and you know, it's, it's good, though. His, his mom's a really is, is a figure skater. So he didn't get Blair's skating style, which is great, but he certainly got his complete style, which we want. Willie, uh, I uh, appreciate the time tonight. I, I, I love the fact that you, you still took time to join us uh, while you're on the bus driving at Edmonton tonight for the game. Uh, best of luck against the Oil Kings and the rest of the way. Thanks, Bob. Really, really good to talk to you. All the best to you. All right, you bet. That is Will, uh, Willie Desjardins, the head coach of the Medicine Hat Tigers, GM as well. He's back there for, uh, of course, he took the Tigers to the Memorial Cup. They played uh, They played the Vancouver Giants in Vancouver, 2007. And Willie was the head coach of the Tigers that year. And uh, the Tigers beat Vancouver in the seventh game of the WHL Championship. And Vancouver uh, with Milan Lucic. Who was the kid? I think he's from Edmonton. Was it Benfeld? That he ended up... Uh, he, Milan Lucic had a shift in the round robin where he just ran around and destroyed guys. And I think it was Benfeld that took the fight. Uh, anyhow, uh, Willie's been at this a long time. He's got to be in his mid-60s now. Um, we do want to mention, for our friends... Uncle Milt was at the game last night with his grandson. 
Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. And uh, you know what? Their service will help uh, make you a repeat customer. You can reach them at 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Back with this day in order's history and a Quick rip with Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. You heard Willie Desjardins mention Gavin McKenna. Uh, Brendan, you were mentioning that uh, it's no longer called the Max Tournament. It's the Circle K yeah, Tournament. Yeah, the Circle K Classic. And uh, I guess he was turning heads down there yeah. in Calgary already. So yeah, he's, he might have something. Oh, yeah. He's got six points in eight games this year as a 15-year-old at WHL. So he has to play. Uh, he can't play full-time in the WHL. It's not consider, uh, didn't go for exceptional player. He'll be on their team. I'm going to tell you right now, Gavin McKenna is a guy that'll be a top 20 NHL draft choice all day, all day down the road. All right. Uh, into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. You can travel to California this April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can visit newwesttravel.com for more information. We're going to go back to January of 2002. What happened? Jochen Hecht uh, scores twice, and that's the right mic, yes. <laughs> uh, he scores twice and adds two assists as the Oilers defeat the Canadians 7-6 at Skyreach Centre, collecting win number 23 on the year. Rem Murray had three helpers, Ryan Smith and Jason Smith, both had a goal and an assist. There you go. All right, uh, the Alberta Golden Bears uh, just played the Ukraine under 20, or their, yeah, their U25 team or whatever. Uh, on to, uh, Unfortunately, it was on... Uh, Tuesday, we were playing. Uh, they had a great crowd, but we're going to hook up with Ian Herbers, former Edmonton Oilers assistant coach, Oilers player, and the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Thank you. All right. Uh, tell, tell us, first of all, about the game on Tuesday night at Claire Drake Arena. Unfortunately, I couldn't go. We were broadcasting the uh, Oilers and the Kraken, but uh, how did it go that night against the Team Ukraine? Well, like you said, it was a fantastic crowd. We were jammed to the rafters, uh, a huge Ukrainian support. Uh, hopefully a, a ton of money was raised for their hockey back in Ukraine. Uh, and the game was good. They were a good team. They had some opportunities early to make it a one-goal game. It could have easily been 3-3 after the first period. Uh, they just lacked a little bit of polish and finish. I thought our specialty teams were, were better, obviously, because we've had a half a year to work on it compared to their two weeks or a week and a half that they've had to practice practice it, but I thought they came out, competed, it was a fun game, a good game, Uh, and at the end, uh, the two teams knocked down the empty beer cups at the end of the rink, is our tradition. All right, yeah, that makes me laugh every time I see that. You guys, what was the final score? 5-1. 5-1 5-1. 5-1 for the Golden Bears. And they've, they've done a tour of all the teams. Uh, they played Calgary, Saskatchewan, and, and Manitoba. Is that who they ended up playing? Uh, us, they play Manitoba, I think it's January 9th. Okay. So they have one more game left before they head to Lake Placid. Uh, so overall, how have they done? Uh, lost all three. Um, but they've been tight scores for the most part. It was 2 nothing in Saskatchewan, uh, 3-1 in Calgary's one goal was an empty netter, so a 2-1 game in Calgary. And our offense came alive on Tuesday, and our power play, I think, was 2-for-3 or something, and uh, a few guys jumped up and stepped up and put pucks in the back of the net. Well, right now you're second in the Canada West behind the Calgary Dinos, uh, who are coached by a former Golden Bears teammate of yours. Um, and you're trying to hunt them down, but it's not going to be an easy weekend this weekend because Mount Royal's got a pretty good team, don't they? 
They do. Uh, well, we don't play Calgary again until we meet them in playoffs, so that uh, hurts as well. Uh, but Mount Royal, we started the season home and home with Mount Royal. We did very well then. Obviously, it's a lot different now. Uh, so it is a big week and a big test for us right off the bat. They've been playing well. They have the two top scorers in the league with Sawchuk and Yaremko, so we need to make sure every time they're on the ice that it's very difficult for them and make it a very quiet weekend for them, especially tonight and then tomorrow. Uh, when they get on the scoreboard, they have a very good chance of winning games. Yeah, uh, Calgary has, a, I guess, a, a record of... If I look at the the problem the Canada West stats is it doesn't factor in uh, overtime slash shootout losses, but they're saying fifteen and Calgary's fifteen and three. Mark Howell's your former teammate who was on your ninety two championship team. Uh, you guys are thirteen and five, and really it was it was one weekend they swept you. They got the upper. You guys were playing pretty good until that weekend, uh, and then Mount Royals at twelve and six. Are you a little surprised that Saskatchewan and UBC are ten and eight? I think both people thought those two teams might be a little bit better. Uh, well, UBC losing Toth and that, you know, they relied the last three, four years on goaltending, uh, which was the backbone of their team. Uh, so making that adjustment, getting used to that, they had some good recruits come in. Uh, I think they're still trying to figure out they could be a, a dark horse, maybe somebody you don't want to see in playoffs if they put it together. Uh, Saskatchewan didn't have as deep a recruiting class this year. They've got some goaltending playing for them well. Uh, Dimitru is playing good for them, uh, and they just play a hard work and simple game as well. Yeah, uh, you guys are 13 4. Uh, it's it's 13 4 and 1. You got one overtime loss. Calgary is 15 3. So they're three points up on you. You and Mount Royal are actually tied in points right now. This is a. Uh, and just, Ian, uh, from your perspective, did you guys end up adding anybody at Christmas? Sometimes you get some uh, guys that decide to leave Minor Pro and return after playing Minor Pro for half a year. Uh, we talked to a couple players, but it just didn't work out. It wasn't the right situation. A couple things happened. Um, but we're healthy now for the most part, except for Savankov. Um, and we should have our full lineup, but minus Savankov for this weekend. So excited about that. All right, I got to ask you this. Uh, so let's uh, look at the Golden Bears, who tonight play Mount Royal, 7 o'clock over at Claire Drake Arena. Of the, uh, we just had Willie Desjardins, uh, who was the coach of the UFC and went on to be an NHL head coach with both Vancouver and L.A., um, you know, uh, their Medicine Hat Tigers are playing the Edmonton Oil Kings tonight at 7 p.m. at Rogers Place. Uh, but you, you were on the Oilers coaching staff for three years uh, with Connor McDavid, Leon Drysettle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and uh, Darnell Nurse. Those are the holdovers from when you were with the team, sort of as the full time players. And McDavid continues to just push the envelope. Does that surprise you after watching him for those three years as an Oilers assistant? Yeah, not at all. Uh, it's kind of like the question I got asked about Yossi when they were over in Switzerland by a, a, a Swiss reporter. Uh, just his passion, his work ethic, his love for the game, his wanting to be the best, his wanting to win, his drive and purpose every time. Um, he's the best player in the world, and he's still trying to get better and improve his game, work at his game, help the team win, uh, and do whatever for the team to, to make him successful. So when you got an attitude and passion for the game like that, it's no surprise at all. All right. Ian, great stuff. Thanks for giving us a quick rip on the Golden Bears, okay? My pleasure, Bob. Anytime. You bet. That is Ian Herbers. He's the Alberta Golden Bears head coach. Here's what we got shaking uh, tonight. Reed Wilkins has inside sports. Sure does. You'll hear from Luke Gazdick as well as, uh, not Blackhawks, Avalanche, play-by-play man Connor McGahee, the uh, very understated Connor McGahee. Yeah, he's, he's an understated <laughs> guy.
Uh, maybe we should give them a specialized broadcast location like they had for us during the course of the uh, conference final. Hey, Way in the corner, what do you think? Tomorrow, uh, the face-off show is at 6.30. Puck drop is at 8 o'clock. The injury riddled, but still really good. Colorado Avalanche against the Edmonton Oilers. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with guest host Ted Henley. Uh, special thanks to our guest, a heavy coaching influence, Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft, former NHL head coach, current head coach of the Medicine Tigers, Willie Desjardins, former Oilers assistant, and uh, Golden Bears head coach Ian Herbers, and coaching kids uh, skills from the Oilers Radio Network, Rob Brown. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back at you when we're in Los Angeles on Monday. Of course, a reminder of the game tomorrow night against uh, Colorado. Jack Michaels, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Brendan S. Scott Camoon, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Wishing you a happy weekend.